This year in Bible Club, we are going to learn more about the Israelites, God's special people. Last year, our Bible stories ended with the children of Israel wandering in the wilderness for 40 years because they refused to trust and obey God and enter into the promised land of Canaan. God first promised the land of Canaan to Abraham, the father of the Israelite nation. In addition to land, God also promised to make Abraham a blessing to all the people of the world by giving the world a Savior who would be Jesus. Later, Abraham's family moved from Canaan to Egypt to find food during a famine. Abraham's family grew into a very large group of people in Egypt, perhaps as many as two million, but they also became slaves there. After about 400 years, God called Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and back to Canaan. God was with his people and helped them on their long journey back to the promised land. He gave them his laws, the Ten Commandments, and provided food and water for them in the desert. At the border of Canaan, Moses sent 12 spies into the land to see what it was like and report back to the people. The land was good, filled with fruit and vegetables, but ten of the spies said the city has the cities have huge walls around them and giants live there. We can never conquer them. We and our children, all of our children will die. Two of the spies, Joshua and Caleb, said, God is with us. He will help us. We must not be afraid. But the people listened to the bad report and refused to enter the land. Because they rebelled, instead of trusting God and obeying Him, God made the Israelites wander in the wilderness for 40 years. When the end of those 40 years came to an end, Moses also died and and God made Joshua the new leader. God knew that Joshua would be a good leader because he was willing to trust and obey God even when most people were not. The Israelites tended to look at how big their problems were instead of looking to see how big God is. Even though God took care of their problems, releasing them from slavery in Egypt, opening up the Red Sea so that they could escape the Egyptian army, giving them manna from heaven, providing water in the desert, they still struggled to trust God. Sometimes we struggle to, cut, to trust God too. The Israelites were afraid of the giant people in Canaan, but they also confronted some invisible giants, some invisible giants that we still battle today. In our lessons this year, we're going to learn about people from the Bible who face these invisible giants, and we are going to learn how we can have victory over these same invisible giants in our own lives Are you curious to know who these invisible giants are? The giants of selfishness, disobedience, discouragement, envy, fear, anger, pride, my own way, unbelief, and boasting. Our story today is about Joshua and how he fought the giant of fear. There were a lot of things that probably made Joshua afraid. He was in charge of more than 2 million people, and he may have felt inadequate for the job. He may have been afraid that the people wouldn't listen 
and follow him the way Moses did or the way they mo- they uh, the way people followed Moses he may have been worried about how to cross the Jordan River that separated the Israelites from the promised land once they entered the promised land of Canaan he knew they had giants to fight after Moses died God told Joshua be strong and of good courage do not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What do you think Joshua did after hearing God speak? He obeyed. Instead of worrying about the giants in the great walled cities, he thought about God's instruction to not be afraid, and he remembered God's promise to be with him and give him the land. Joshua told the leaders, Tell the people to prepare enough food for several days. Three days from now, we will cross the Jordan River to go in and take possession of the land the Lord is God is giving us. The leaders spread the news throughout the camp. Everyone got busy baking bread and preparing food, packing and getting ready to move. It must have been a very exciting time. Joshua and all the people moved to the Jordan River where they set up a new camp. God had told them to go across the Jordan River, but how they... How were two million people with children and animals going to get across? There was no bridge and there were no boats. And the river was flooding. The mountain snows were melting in the spring and running down the river so that it was much wider and deeper than usual. It must have looked very dangerous. Getting across seemed impossible. They were probably afraid, but God had promised Joshua that he would be with him. Joshua believed that God would keep his promise. The leaders were among, went among the people and again and said, Get ready to travel. When you see the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant towards the river, follow them. The Ark of the Covenant was a sacred wooden box covered in gold. Inside the Ark were the two stone tablets on which God had written the Ten Commandments. A jar of manna God provided to feed his people in the wilderness and Aaron's rod. Then Joshua told the people, This is how you will really know that God is with us and that he will give us victory over our enemies. When the priests who are carrying the ark walk into the river and stand up there, the water will stop flowing and we can walk across. As all the people watched, the priests carefully carried the ark of the covenant straight into the river. When they stepped into the water, the miracle happened just as God had said it would. The river stopped flowing and the water piled up in a great heap far up the river. Holding the ark on their shoulders, the priests walked to the center of the riverbed and stood there on dry ground as all the people hurried to the other side. Mothers, fathers, babies, little children, grandparents, soldiers armed for battle, with all their carts and animals. Joshua told one leader from each of the twelve tribes to carry a large stone. From the middle of the river, where the priests were standing, to the other side where the camp would be set up, Joshua instructed the men to use the stones to build a memorial to God. This pile of stones would remind them of what God had done for them. Later, when their children would see the stones and ask what they meant, the parents could tell them how God brought them across the river on dry ground. Also, when the unbelieving people in the land would see the stones, 
they would know that the true and living God had worked a miracle for his people at the river. When all this was done, Joshua told the priests to bring the ark up out of the riverbed. As soon as they did, the river began to flow again and went back to flooding as it had before. From that day on, the people honored and respected Joshua just as they had honored and respected Moses. They realized that God was with with him in a special way and that God would use him to do great things. There are a lot of things in our lives that we can be afraid of. What are some of those things? Not doing well in school, not making a team, not having a friend, getting sick, being alone, being afraid of trying something new, telling the truth, doing what is right when no one else is. Those are some examples. How did Joshua overcome his fear? Joshua fought his fears by remembering God's word. We can fight our fears by remembering God's word too. When you are afraid, you can think of the Bible verses that you've learned and gain courage to do what is right and obey God.